Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the My Scotts Valley podcast. I'm your host, as always, Robert Aldana. It's been a couple of weeks since we've done one of these. Uh, so much happening right now, right? It's kind of, we are in some very, very interesting times, to say the least. I mean, we are in day 21. Today is actually the 6th of April, so we've been on lockdown. I don't know if I'd call it lockdown. But the uh, we've been under shelter-in-place orders for three weeks now, day 21 today. And uh, which again, it was the 16th when they ordered that, and you know, a lot of good, a lot of confusion in the beginning over what it meant, what it was, and um, what was an essential business, what wasn't, and all these things. So basically, due to the coronavirus spread that uh, really started, I think what late late November and December um, in uh, another part of the country, another part of the world. And uh, you know, we started seeing and talking about cases um, the first part of like January, late Feb- I think late January, February, and before you know it, it's become a pandemic. And the county of Santa Cruz um, issued a um, shelter-in-place order, and the state on the 19th of March, which is a few days later, followed up with a statewide order. And since then, since then, we've uh, all been ordered to shelter-in-place. I mean, you're allowed to... Uh, Go out and, and, you know, go for a walk and, you know, do the essential things like go to the grocery store, um, you, you know, get things that you need, essentials and things that you need to get by on a daily basis. A lot of the um, restaurants are open if they're doing, you know, takeout and delivery only because they what they're trying to do is, as you know, I mean, I'm not I'm not uh, telling you something you don't already know because everyone's pretty much been engulfed in the whole situation. But what they're trying to do is they're trying to keep the spread from continuing at a fast pace. And uh, they're more in a situation where you've heard that term many times already. It's called flatten the curve. And what they've been trying to do is uh, get that curve of of too many people having to go to um, get treatment at once would really kind of, you know, handcuff the health system. And what they're trying to do is spread it out a little bit more so that, you know, it's not so much all that one shot where, you know, things just start falling apart. And, you know, I got to tell you, people have taken heed and they they are doing it. Uh, It's taken some time. I think the first couple of weeks, like I said, you know, when this first came down, there was a lot of confusion. Businesses were like, what does that mean? Do I classify as that type of business? Uh, you know, they had so many different ones that were out there. And what does a shelter in place mean? Does it mean I can't take a walk? Does it mean, you know, I, I got to just stay home and, and not go outside? And and as time went by, more and more people were being informed as to what the shelter in place meant. But, you know, people, I got to say, and I'm pretty proud of people out there that they're, they're, they're taking it like champs it's it hasn't been it hasn't been the funnest thing without a doubt it's been it's been tough for a lot of people i mean our kids uh the school district announced recently a few days ago that our school year is done we're done for the rest of the year our kids are going to go all the way through summer uh without having to go to school and a lot of people think well, well that's great it's like spring vacation this is not spring vacation this is not spring vacation. This is a time for our kids to start learning about the, you know, the online classes there. And it's kind of a scramble, I, I would say. If you look at the school district, they've had to really change everything that they do and the way they do it almost overnight. Yeah, they they 
had to close the schools down temporarily at first. And they were like, you know, we, we got to be able to deal with this. There's too many things or, or too many um, cases of, of this spreading. So the school did the responsible thing or the districts did the responsible thing all throughout the county and really throughout the state of California and various different other states, which before I even go further, there's still some governors right now. There's like eight governors as of last night, April 5th, that haven't done a shelter in place. Like, what are you waiting for? I mean, <laughs> why do you think that this is not going to hit you? The, you know, I, I say this all the time. You're only as strong as your weakest link. What that means basically is if you can't get everyone to buy in or if you can't get everyone to get on board, those that don't get on board are going to be the weakest link. And you are as strong as your weakest link. And something's going to slip out of that state or one of those eight states. And here we go again. I don't know why it hasn't been mandated across the country that we do a shelter in place because that's truly what's needed here. And uh, so, you know, that's another story altogether, and that's more politics. And I don't like talking politics. I'm not really big on politics. But, you know, getting back to our local scene, what's going on locally, uh, our schools are done for the rest of the year. And, and our kids, have, it's been a struggle. It, it's been a struggle for parents, you know, definitely, especially parents who are staying at home and homeschooling their kids. Or a lot of parents who work from home and now are working from home in addition to homeschooling their kids. That's tough on the parents. But you know what? It also is tough on the kids. This is something totally new that just came and said, hey, guess what? We're going to change things around on you. And um, (laughs) from this point forward, things are going to be a lot different. You're not going to see your friends anymore. They have to see us parents. You know, you're not going to be in classrooms where you can goof off every once in a while because, you know, kids need to goof off every once in a while. Kids need to have that freedom of being able to hang out with the rest of their kids and just be kids. That's what it is. That's what being kids is all about. You know, having that freedom to just kind of stretch out and do their things and run and, you know, throw the ball and do all, Well, those things have been taken away from them. Unless it's within their brothers or sisters at, at the same household, those things have been taken away from them. And it's tough. It is tough. So it's not only tough on the parents, but it's tough on our kids. And I think people are starting to see that. And like one of my, one of my kids is having a hard time concentrating because she tends to concentrate more when there's more kids around. You know, some people concentrate when there's a little more chaos. And some people, when there's no chaos and everything is quiet, they have a hard time concentrating. <laughs> I have a feeling she's a little bit like that. And honestly, I'm kind of the same way too. I I, I kind of like a little chaos because it, it it makes me focus on things a little bit more. Um, and then sometimes I like my quiet and privacy. So don't get me wrong. I like that too. But you know who is suffering? Our teachers, our, our, our school districts. They're suffering because they're not seeing kids. And you know what? I got to tell you, if you're a school teacher, you do it because you love kids. You do it because you want to make a difference in the world. You do. You're definitely not doing it for the money because there's not big dollars in being a school teacher. You're doing it because you have a passion to help our kids. You have a passion to educate. That's why you're doing it. I don't know any school teachers that are driving around Ferraris (laughs) to school. I just don't. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of them are doing great. But being a teacher is not a career that people do to say, you know what, I'm going to retire rich and I'm going to become a school teacher. And the reason why I tell you that is I appreciate the heck out of you. All you educators, all you teachers, all you do, you pour your heart in it. I appreciate you. We as parents have learned throughout these past couple, three weeks that 
You know, our kids can be little terrors. And sometimes we think, no, you know, people are picking them in at school. No, I'm starting to figure out that it's my kids that are picking on each other here. And uh, and I get it. But our school teachers are suffering. They are. I know a lot of teachers. Um, one of them that comes to mind is one of our favorites, um, Lori Ponos, who is a um, kindergarten teacher. Both of my girls had her here at Vine Hill Elementary. And she's just like, she's just, just an incredible sweetheart, sweet lady. Uh, but just loves her kids. And I've had an opportunity to speak with her a little bit, and she loves her kids. It's tough on her. So anyone who thinks it's not, you're, 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 you're just missing it because our educators are missing them. And you know who else is going to suffer a little bit because of this? Our schools. Not only are they going to suffer because... You know, they may not be getting all the funds that they would be getting normally. And I don't know the whole dynamics of that. So I have to speak to the um, super, uh, superintendent one of these days, Tanya Krause. But I have a feeling that they're going to suffer financially from some of the monies that they get from a state on a state level. But they also depend so much, so much on local businesses that, you know, fundraising events, you know, giving away you know, like Exhale Day Spa is one of my favorite. They've always been my favorite. Kim over there, I mean, she's just like a huge contributor to our schools. You know, she gives out like, you know, 10 people, 15 people, I don't know how many, you know, spa treatments. And those raised like $2,500, $4,000. All these businesses for years have been contributing mightily to our schools. And guess what? Some of these places are, are closed down. And another thing, some of these businesses may not ever close. I may not ever open up. I'm hearing reports that about 30% of businesses that are closed during this, during this pandemic, during this shelter in place, about 30% of them may not open back up. That's like almost one out of three. So our schools are going to suffer big time because you're talking about uh, almost a third of the businesses that fund because you got to average it out, right? Maybe 25 to 30% of the businesses won't open up. And that's probably a barometer of what they're going to lose our schools in terms of fundraising. And, you know, I was talking to a business owner the other day and she says, you know, I really love my community. I, and, and this is a business owner. I'm not going to say the name. This is a business owner who is like hands down. She is so committed to our school, to our kids, uh, to give them back and everything. And, you know, just not about a week or so ago, she somebody had asked her store if they could contribute, uh, you know, a good contribution for a fundraiser. And she's barely able to pay her employees. So we got to recognize that we got to understand that. And we're in for some for some interesting times. Here locally, we're going to break through. We're going to make it through, but we're going to have to suck it up. And we're going to be in for some interesting times over the next uh, few months. Now, I'm talking about this, the coronavirus situation, the shelter in place. You know, I, I don't know when that's going to be over. You know, you maybe, what do they say, May, the first week of May, more or less. There's a lot of progress being made in terms of the um, the social distancing. It's working, folks. But, you know, the, and we're thinking that. The next week or two is going to be one of the toughest times for our entire nation because they're thinking that's when it's going to peak. So at some point, you'll be able to be a little more less or a little less restrictive on, you know, what you can do um, during this particular time. But, you know, we got another couple, three weeks of this at least.
I think. But we've got a few months and maybe even a couple, three years of all this. Of all this, all the effects. I believe that big time. So, you know, our, our schools are going to suffer. And, and this is when we have to dig deep, truly dig deep and say, you know what? <laughs> What's this community all about? What's important to us? And this is where we dig deep and, you know, give back to our businesses by supporting them. Get back to our schools by understanding they're going to have a deficit of maybe 20, 30 percent of because even the businesses that are going to open back up, they're going to struggle. They're going to struggle big time just just for a few months to get back on their get their feet back on the ground. So let's keep that in mind. This is not a doomsday uh, prediction. This is not a doomsday um, attitude that I'm having. I'm just being straight up like, hey, guys, we got to prepare for this. So let's let's know that this is coming. And um, let's plan ahead. Kind of like when we talked about on My Scotts Valley about a month or so ago, I was saying, hey, guys, this is this is something we got to pay attention to. And people there were people were on, on our Facebook page are like, dude, you're like make you're scaring everybody. You need to knock this off. This is no big deal. Stop it already. This is ridiculous. Blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? OK, those who didn't pay attention now know, gosh, I should have really listened to this. And this is the same thing I'm trying to tell you. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to, not trying to panic you. Because kind of like the coronavirus, I tell people, don't get scared. Don't panic. Just respect it. You don't need to be scared. You just need to respect the capacity of harm that this virus can do. And if you really, you know, people want to throw numbers around. I mean, you're, we're talking about a very... You know, a very minimal amount of people are going to pass when you compare it to the majority that are going to that are going to go through. But you know what? Even a hundred thousand people that they're talking about our country um, losing, maybe even more than that. I mean, I, I don't know what the final stats are going to be. That's even if ten people die, that's ten people too much, right? You can't put a value on human life. You really can't. But we got to be. We got to suck it up, and we are going to have to dig deep amongst ourselves and do what we can to keep this place rocking and rolling to keep our businesses thriving why are you going to santa cruz to buy things that are being sold right here in town no offense costco and i love costco but i'm not going to go to costco and spend an hour in line wrapped around a building getting six months of supplies on something when I could just go down to Scotts Valley market or our local Knob Hill or Safeway where I can go right here local and buy the things that I need for the next couple of weeks instead of for the next three months. And guess what? I'm going to be supporting local establishments, local businesses, and a small portion of that's going to come back to Scotts Valley. Because it's all about the revenue that we're paying and in tax dollars that we go buy things here. And when you buy things here, you pay taxes here on the items that you buy, your gas, your items that are not, you know, groceries, because groceries aren't taxed, but other things. And a portion of that comes back to our city. You want to get something to eat? And I'll tell you what, they're saying that eating out is safer than going to the grocery store. And I, I got to believe that. 
You know, I shared an article on that about a week and a half ago or so about the importance of supporting local restaurants that are doing takeout and delivery. It's a lot safer, according to many reports and most reports, if not all, it's a lot safer. It's a lot safer. Let me say that right. It's a lot safer to do takeout and deliver than it is to go to the grocery store and spend two or three or, you know, maybe an hour. So I, <laughs> I say two or three hours. I went to Nob Hill the other day. My wife gave me this list of things that she will knock out normally in like 30, 40 minutes. I was there for like two and a half hours. I probably spent almost half an hour trying to open up those little bags, that little plastic bags that stick together in the grocery, in the produce section. And I had like eight items that needed that. I'm like, no. So I spent probably half an hour just trying to open those little plastic baggies. But I spent, I don't know, two and a half, three hours at the grocery store the other day. And, you know, the more time you spend out there amongst others, the more exposure you're going to get. So I know what they're saying. It's a lot safer to eat out than it is to go to the grocery store. But you can't always afford it. It's, you know, it could be expensive eating out. But maybe do a little combination. Like I said on my on that post that I did on my Scotts Valley, just do a little combination of both. Now, what I've done is I put together an essential business list on myscottsvalley.com. So if you go to myscottsvalley.com, right now it's pinned at the top. The link is pinned at the top of the My Scotts Valley Facebook page. So if you go to facebook.com forward slash My Scotts Valley, I think there's a link on there. That one of the first posts is on there. It's pinned to the top. But if you want to go straight, just go to myscottsvalley.com, just like it's spelled, myscottsvalley.com, and click on business directory and that'll take you the, the the top portion the first portion is the essential business list and those are the businesses that are deemed essential by not only the state of california but also the county of santa cruz which actually supersedes what the state of california says so the list is there you want to you want to go you want to get some takeout for a restaurant just go to myscottsvalley.com click on there all the information is there you need a good mechanic you you know you need something Fix on your car so you can get to work or do the things that you need to do. All the mechanics that are essential businesses in Scotts Valley are on there. Whatever you need. Uh, health awareness. I, I tell you what, there's a lot of people that this is affecting not just financially but emotionally. And yeah, there's nothing wrong with talking to a therapist. There's a couple on there. Therapy Works is one of them. We had them on our uh, one of our um, MSV live shows uh, I think this past weekend. And they did a great job. And it's true. You know, we all need to heal in so many ways. Some of us are going to suffer financially. Some of us are going to suffer emotionally. Some of us are going to suffer both. I mean, it, it, it's okay. It's okay to talk to somebody like, how do I, how do I cope with this? So there's some great, a uh, couple really nice links on the myscottsvalley.com business directory. So check it out. Okay. So check it out. So getting back to what I was saying earlier, we have a tough stretch coming up this week and next week from what I'm hearing and from what I'm understanding and reading and researching we have a tough stretch coming up for the next couple of weeks and those are the amount of deaths I hate even saying that word the amount of deaths that are predicted over the next couple of weeks as we hit a point where it's almost like it's going to peak over the next week or two and and you know what they say you got to get through the darkest of the night before the sun starts coming up. And I think that unfortunately that's where we're going. So we, we're going to have to hunker down over the next couple of weeks. And I'll tell you what, 
Just hunker down. There's nothing that super important and you need to do out uh, in crowds at the moment. If you're in a situation where you don't have food, there's a lot of great organizations that are giving food. You know, you obviously always have Valley Churches United Missions. They're awesome. Gateway Bible Church is giving out food on Fridays. They call it Fridays at 5. There's so many different organizations that are doing that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And if for some reason you have a question or you you need some help with something, you can always send me a text at 831-252-3959 and I will forward you and point you in the right direction. But hunker down at home. You want your kids to go outside? Let them go outside. That's okay. Let them go out in the backyard. They could chase lizards. You know, they could... Look at butterflies. There's a lot of things to do in the yard, front and backyard. Send, spending 30, 40 kids or sending 30, 40 kids to the skate park. I don't know that that's a good idea. And I'm not judging parents for doing that because, hey, I'm not a perfect parent, nor am I a perfect person. I got faults like everybody else does. And maybe I have many more than others. I don't know. I'm not perfect. God made me. God made us all imperfect. So I'm not judging, but I'm telling you right now. 20 or 30 kids at the skate park is not a good idea. You're defeating the purpose of why we're all doing this. So stay home unless you absolutely need to conduct essential business or need to buy groceries and other items. And another thing too, keep washing your hands constantly. My hands have never been cleaner my entire life. (laughs) They have never been cleaner my entire life. I wash them constantly. I leave and I wash them and I come home and I wash them and I do a couple of things and I wash them even inside my house where I know we're all kind of almost sealed. My poor daughter, I got a 26 year old daughter. I feel bad for her because it's like, what does she do? She just gets to watch dad and mom washing their hands all day. That's what's going on. But keep washing your hands. And you know what? They just started talking about this recently. Wear a mask. It doesn't have to be a mask that the kind of mask that surgeons have. It doesn't have to be that, but wear a mask. There's a lot of ways for you to make masks. And what's really cool is there's a lot of websites that have come out that will show you how to make a mask. Um, and I think part of that is like you're not, it's not necessarily for your protection, but it's for protection of others. So you imagine if everybody wears masks, if everyone is running around protecting others, then essentially you're protecting yourself because you're going to protect them and they're going to protect you back. So wear a mask. There's ways for you to make them. Uh, A lot of great uh, websites that are available where you can learn how to make a mask. And there's a lot of great people. Um, Lisa Sibley, I got to say that I have a friend of mine who made us masks uh, for my entire family, for me, my wife, my three daughters. I cannot be more appreciative of her. And then there's another friend of mine, Janine, and she made also made me a mask. And it's just like, God bless you all. What an amazing community we have that we're able to do things like that. So if you can, wear a mask. If you don't have a mask, it's not that difficult to make when it really isn't. A lot of great websites. And there's a lot of great people locally who are willing to make masks for others. So just reach out and we'll point you in the right direction. And you know what? This this social distancing, it really is working. It's, it's making a difference. It really is. But we got to keep doing it. Just because we see that, oh my gosh, it's working. Okay, cool. Then everything's back to normal. No, it's not. We have to continue to keep the social distancing in place. 
And you want to know something? I got a feeling that this whole social distancing thing is here to last for a long, long time. I don't think it's just going to last for a couple, three more weeks or a month or so, however long this shelter in place is in place. Did I just say that right? Shelter in place is in place. Yeah. <laughs> I think that we're learning a lot of new ways of life and the way we're going to start interacting with others from this point forward. Like I'm going to wash my hands more and more. I'm going to take my shoes off when I walk in the door. Now I just got a text from a friend of mine who her husband and her, they take their shoes off before they even go inside the house. So yeah, you know what? I'm going to start doing that. Why wouldn't I? Everybody spits on the ground and all this other stuff, sneezes or whatever. Why are you bringing that stuff inside your house? So yeah, I'm going to work on that. Um, And uh, so I have a feeling that we're going to be in a new place of hygiene um, that we're going to... Um, just practice more sanitation when it comes to things like that, more washing of our hands. You know, this has really made us look really carefully at how we live our lives every day. You know, you go to uh, Great America, for example, or you go to the boardwalk. Let's say you go to the boardwalk. You go to the boardwalk and you're on rides and you're on the rails and you're, you're, you know, you're holding yourself up. You're holding yourself up by the rails where people are walking And then you get something to eat and you use those same hands without washing them to eat something, to eat popcorn or whatever. All the stuff that people do. I'm I'm not trying to gross you out, but I'm telling you, this is really going to change the way we interact from this point forward for a lot of people. I know it will do for me. And I guess another thing I want to just say, one of the last things I want to say is stay off the all day news. Because you know what? You're going to drive yourself crazy if you listen to the news all day, every day. You are. I know this. I turn on the news sometimes and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can get addicted to that and I can hear. And if you listen to the news, the world is coming to an end. That's that's what the news is telling you. The world is coming to an end. It's like if you have a stomach ache and you go to the internet and you say, I got a stomach ache. What's wrong with me? Well, you got stomach cancer because... <laughs> And all you had is a bad burrito. Okay, that's that's really the truth of it. You know, you will psych yourself out and scare the heck out of yourself by constantly watching the news. I remember for a while, and my wife was on me too, and I did this. And that was when when uh, we had some uh, pretty big issues with North Korea. And the leader of North Korea was was doing a lot of missile testing and nuclear war testing. And it got to the point where late at night, early in the morning, I was reading the updates. Are we going to be bombed today? Are we going to be bombed today? This is like two years ago. Okay, and we're still here. My point that I'm making is there's a lot of great information out there. One, a great one that I know of is santacruzhealth.org forward slash coronavirus. Great site. santacruzhealth.org forward slash coronavirus. A great website. The city of Scotts Valley has a great site also. Go to scottsvalley.org forward slash coronavirus. I think it's that one or, or COVID-19. Or just go to scottsvalley.org. They have links on there for all their updates and information, but great information. Trust in the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, or WHO International, which is the World Health Organization, INT, dot INT. Go to that website. A lot of great information. But if you continue to watch the news day in and day out all it is is doom and gloom and i you know what i never realized it more than i have over the past couple of weeks it is doom and gloom and and i'm gonna tell you something like i said earlier this situation is a very serious situation we need to respect it 
We don't need to fear it. We need to respect it. We need to respect what we're being told and the damage that it can cause if we don't respect it. Right? It's like a gun. You got to respect a gun. You, you have to. You have to understand it and just don't touch them. Just, you know, respect them. Leave them alone. Same thing with this. You have got to really respect the situation that we're in and why we're in it and how we need to continue to move forward so that we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. So, you know, you don't need to be afraid. You don't need to lock yourself in your bedroom or your closet. You know, we're going to get through this. We really are. But the sooner that everyone gets on board, it's the sooner that we will see the light at the end of the tunnel. So if I can close out on a couple things, you know, support local when you can. Really, just support them. Do whatever you can. You don't need to go to Costco and stand in line for an hour and a half to get inside in a line that wraps around the building when it's raining to get six months of supplies when you can buy a week or two of supplies every couple to three weeks here at your local store. Support them. Support local. Now, there are some things that aren't local, and you have to go out, and I understand that. I get it. I totally get that, but do what you can to support local. You know, they, they probably have what you need, and they're going to be going through some tough times when they come back, and some of them aren't going to open up, like I said. And uh, I'm going to tell you, this is a good part of our lifeline. Support your kids, Be you know, understand them more. And, and sometimes, like, I, I get a little frustrated sometimes, like, why can't my daughter just do her homework? Why can't you just sit down? Because this is all new. This is all new. They don't understand. They just don't. And it's not their fault. They just don't understand. This is a situation that's new to them, just like it's new to us. So while we may say, oh my gosh, it's so awful. I need a glass of wine so I can relax. Hey, we're not the only ones that are going through a difficult time with this. Our kids are too. So understand our children and appreciate our educators. When our kids go back to school next year, and I'm talking about next year, meaning the next school year in August. Man, I'm going to throw a party because we're going to show these teachers that we love them. We appreciate them. We miss them. So let's make sure that we always do our best to appreciate what we don't have. Because I'm appreciating a lot of things lately that I took for granted. And if there's a silver lining, and you know, it's tough to say, and I said this before on our our. our TV show that we had on the Facebook page, but if there's a silver lining, it's that we're going to, we're going to appreciate things more than we should have in the past and more than we really, really have not been doing so in the past. Cause I respect the heck out of <laughs> our teachers always have, but man, I miss them so much. And 10 times more, I'm like, wow, these men and women are just amazing human beings. Thank you so much for taking the time to take so much interest in our kids and all you businesses. Thank you so much. I'm not going to complain with my burgers three minutes late. I'm not going to complain anymore. I'm just going to be glad to see you. I'm going to be happy to see you. Okay. So if I can just say, you know, stay close with people, but not close physically. You can still continue to talk to people. I've been enjoying the Zoom platform. It's been fantastic for me. And that's the one where you can all get together and, and you know, meet up with uh, uh, friends online and have a little conference. Those, are, those have been fun. We've been having men's beer nights. Uh, a few dads, few of us dads are hanging out on 
Thursday nights and we just get to hang out and just talk about sports that we haven't been seeing and different things that dads talk about. And it's been a lot of fun and it's been great. It's been therapy for me, I got to tell you. To figure out some friends and do that online. You can do it. You know, you can do it. We're going to get past this, but just we all need to do our part. And I guess the best part about this, and again, there is, it's tough to find like, Oh my gosh, the blessing about this. But, you know, I feel like we always have a blessing when something like this happens. You got to look for lessons learned and and the silver lining. And I feel like I haven't hung out or spent more time with my family than I have over the past three weeks. And it's pretty amazing. I love my kids more than you can imagine. My family. Wow. Even more. If that was even possible. So I've got to spend more time with them. And I I think that's a pretty cool thing. I'm... I feel awful for the, the losses that we're having. I hope we continue to uh, be responsible, socially responsible by practicing social distancing, by practicing all the safe steps that we're getting from the CDC, from WHO International, from SantaCruzHealth.org, all these people. Let's continue to do that. We will see the light at the end of the tunnel. We're going to be, like I said earlier, we're going to be in for some interesting times over the next couple of weeks, but we'll get through this. We will get through this. I want to thank you all. For tuning in, it's been a couple of weeks. Sorry about that. Just been super busy with, you know, kids at home and all this stuff that we had going on. It's it's new for me too. My business has changed dramatically. I mean, you know, as a real estate agent, my business is just like, whoa, it's all about meeting people, and all of a sudden, it's not about meeting people. So there's been a lot of changes, and there's been a lot of confusion. Like, you know, do we can we really do this, or can we not do this, or, or what does this mean? You know, there's we got new disclosures coming out almost on a daily basis. Maybe not on a daily basis, but all these things hitting us at the same time. And, you know, we're trying to be patient with each other as other real estate agents that we're working with. And, and also hopefully our clients are patient with us knowing that we got a lot of new things being thrown at us. So, uh, but we'll all get through it. We'll all get through it. I appreciate the heck out of all of you. Thank you so much for tuning in and subscribing to my podcast here on the, either on Apple iTunes. I am on um, various different um, resources like Buzzsprout and um, I can't even remember what the other ones are because my my head just drew a blank right now and I can't remember. But in any case, we're on a lot of different platforms that are podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, among others. So uh, check us out um, and keep tuning in. If, if you have a question or a comment or if you say, gosh, you know what, Rob, I want to be I want to do a podcast with you. Just reach out to me. Send me an email to Robert at Robert dot com or just call me or text me 831 831- Two five two three nine five nine. I'm just a resident here in Scottsdale. I love my city. I'm a businessman. I'm I'm a realtor um, here in the Bay Area, but mostly focusing in the Scottsdale SLV and some Santa Cruz area. That's what I do. It's what I love doing. But I don't love it doing as much as I love just being here. I love this area. I love the people, the surroundings, everything. I'm very blessed to be here, and so are you. So thank you for tuning in. Hopefully, hopefully, sooner than later, we will start seeing the end of the tunnel. And if you got a chance, do me a favor, visit us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash my Scotts Valley. That's facebook.com forward slash my Scotts Valley. And don't forget to check out the essential business lists at myscottsvalley.com. Just click on business director. My computer's going out and binging and clinging and all these things, making all these noises, getting a ton of emails as we're speaking here. But uh, 
It's been a lot of fun chatting with you all. Hope you all have a great day and look forward to hearing from you soon. Bye-bye.